SeatGeek is the easiest way to find the best deals on tickets to pretty much any live event. Concerts, sports, theater, comedy, whatever you want. Download the SeatGeek app today and enter promo code SEATS to save $20 on your first purchase. Okay, so we're back in the mix, doing it again. I got my man Sam Mellinger who's on the road, headed to see Mizzou, but got to check in on his guy, Derek Sam. I think you, no one in Kansas City, you know what, no one in media history has written more nice words about Derek Johnson. Um, what are your reactions to the news? He was, he, he's been told he won't be resigned this offseason. Yeah, I mean, um, I guess sad, but not, you know, I think we all saw it coming, right? Um, you know, I mean, I know you've written, I spent a whole Sunday column this week writing about how, you know, the Brett's priority on, on youth and speed is, you know, sort of diametrically opposed to where Derek Johnson is in his career right now. I mean, um, I, I guess I'm sad just because, you know, I had so much fun watching him. I mean, I just, you know, so much of what I love about football is, you know, kind of how Derek Johnson was a really good player, if that makes sense. I mean, it, he, he was fast. Uh, he was smart. Um, he was a little innovative, you know, with that little ninja move that he would that he would pull. Uh, you know, he was reliable. Um, I, I also admire, and you know, this is part of why you know I wrote so many love letters to him. Is is you know he went through some stuff in his career. You know, I mean, this was not a thing that came easy to him. I know he was a high pick in the draft, but was essentially benched, and you know. The, the Chiefs have not wanted him at some points in his career and, you know, sort of rejuvenated himself, um, you know, after a position change and and always kept, you know, just a beautiful, perfect attitude about it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm, none of that changes, you know. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sad. I guess a lot of people are sad that it's over. And I thought there might have been a way to bring him back on a much lower cap number, but I totally get you know, how it might not work for both sides. It's sad that it's over, but, oh, my God, this is, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to say the corniest thing in the world. But it doesn't change, like, what player he was. But, um, you know, anybody, anybody, I was going to go oh even worse, Therese. Therese, it was going to be even worse. No, just um, say it. We owe it to the people. Just say it. I was going to say, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sad that it's over, but happy that it happened. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I hate myself. Uh, but uh, you know, I mean, you remember that play? The the uh, it was the Chargers game, right? The Chargers game at Arrowhead, and Antonio Gates, who's you know at this point a dinosaur, just beat him cold yeah. in the end zone and was wide open. It's just like ah, yep. ugh. that was. What about you, man? Yeah, I, that was a difficult moment. Um, because it, it it was a little like. That was a little Willie Mays-ish, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a little Willie Mays in center. <laughs> With the know? Mets, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's just, uh... Because, like, literally two years ago, this guy was a ninja at linebacker. Uh-huh, yeah. Isn't that... I think the thing last year is, like, they had Derrick Johnson, but, like, what they missed was 2015 Derrick Johnson. Yes. Like, that guy was amazing. Uh, yes. You know, like that guy was amazing, and you know, I, I just said this on the radio, and I'm gonna repeat it. Like, 
I just talked to him on the phone, man. Like, that guy doesn't hold any hard feelings, man. <laughs> like, I don't think I've seen, I don't think I've seen anybody who loved being a chief more than Derek Johnson, dude. Like, yeah. that dude loves being a chief. I don't. In, in today's NFL, when everyone makes business decisions, when there's no loyalty either way, like that guy, he was like, I was willing to bend. He wanted to come back, you know. He just wanted some sort of role, but you know, I. That guy loved being a chief, and I think in that kind of way, you can like appreciate like the good times with him, and like uh-huh. just kind of know that, you know, you had a lot of good years with that guy. There's a lot of good football that you enjoyed because of him, and yeah, you, you know, it just it kind of stinks because I can pretty much tell you, you know, you're gonna it's gonna be years before you see somebody who like really enjoyed being a chief the way him and Tombo. Um, did uh-huh. and do you know? Just the guys now are different. You know, Tamba and DJ are my age, man. Like they still have a little bit of that Gen X in them. You know, like, we're not quite millennials. We're 34, right? We're not quite, but like we're right in the middle. And like they got a lot of old school values to them. Like they, they, they. Both of those guys have only played here. It's kind of like a college team to them a little. So it's strange, man. I yeah. Just, I want you guys to kind of appreciate what what DJ meant here, meant to this team for 13 seasons, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it goes both ways, too, right? Like, I mean, he'll be in the ring of honor as soon as he's eligible. But, like, uh, it, you know, like just from a football perspective, you know, that, that 2015 season that, that you referenced, uh, coming back, I mean, coming back from that Achilles injury, that – that torches a lot of careers yeah. and especially torches careers of guys who are over 30 and guys who rely on speed and quickness. Mm-hmm. And he had, you know, I don't know how to measure such things, but I mean, he had one of his, his best, if not the best years of his career that that, that was absolutely <laughs> like nothing short of remarkable. Uh, and the other thing too, when you talk about a guy that loved the chiefs um, and look like I get that he was well-paid, and and all of that, but can we just say he gave the Chiefs more than they gave him? Yeah, you know. I mean, he had a lot of tough times. <laughs> you know, a lot of tough times. <laughs> I don't know if that could be more perfect. You know what? You could almost. There's a lot to be said for that. I mean, he voided the last year of his deal to stay, dude. Like. Yeah, remember he signed a three-year deal after the crazy 2015 season? And then, like, you wrote that love letter to him in Chicago two years ago in the preseason after he signed that deal. And then it just went away. It, You know, guys like him and Tomba don't come around very much. Last time I heard on Tomba, he's just still making his decision. I still don't expect him to be a chief per se, but as far as whether or not he still wants to play, you know, I think that's still being decided. Um you know, it, it's a changing of the guard. And, like, uh-huh. a couple other things before we get out of here, man. Like, now I think, and I think you'd agree with this. Now, well, first this. If we had a media good guy award, him and Alex would have split it the last five years. Right. With, like, special bonus points to Ron Parker this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, who else? I like a lot of guys on that team, but... It's a pretty good locker room, you know. They, yeah, they do, but Morris. but even yeah. yeah, Mitch. I mean, uh, Mitch Schwartz too. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, LDT will always like answer your question, and be thoughtful. But you know, like even in a a pretty up, you know, it's not a 
perfect locker room by any stretch, but uh, a pretty good one, I would think, when you compare him to the other 31. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think what you're getting at is DJ really stood out. Yeah, and I, I'm beyond that, too. Like, both him and Alex are gone now. Like, hey, I'm wondering like who I'm gonna talk to this year, and right. <laughs> you know, I'm rooting for me here, okay? Right. Uh, yep. Somebody's got to. Time is gone. What am I supposed yeah. to do? You know? Uh, yeah. Nah, it'll be fine. There's enough good guys in there. But the second thing is, I think there's got to be a real priority on like, like we know that the we know that the the we know that the. The, the 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 character of the room is good, like the football character is good, but like I think they do need to invest in like leadership now and like uh-huh. leaders of men with some alpha traits and like a tinge of nastiness. I still think that there's room for like one more nasty guy on defense, um, or it's nasty slash crazy slash edgy whatever. I think yeah. I think they I think there's a real need for that, and I know Veach is gonna go young, but. You know, you can't get rid of guys like Alex and DJ and the respect they held and Tamba too without signing some veteran guys because if you don't have veteran leaders in an NFL room, they go sideways real quick with all the distractions that are available on the road. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I think I think that's true. And I think that um, this is also true that uh, when you talk about that nastiness, uh, w- without DJ, I think that football character goes down a little bit. Uh, but I think that there's a chance and I say this as you know someone that loves DJ and and you know as a football player and all that the nastiness may go up a little bit you know and I I do agree with you on the leadership thing Mm -hmm. and I I just can't like what what is what keeps playing in my head is you know they they kind of asked a guy with a torn Achilles to be you know to still kind of (laughs) carry the torch on that last year you know and you know that's a lot with him being back, Eric Barry will be back, and, and uh, you know, he's just different. Like, I mean, he's he's the whole package in that way, but I think your point is you, you'd like a couple more. Well, yeah, I would like to not have to ask Eric Barry in a in a jumper, <laughs> in a yes, warm-up right. suit, to lead your yes, pregame. Yes, in a stocking cap, you know, getting everybody pumped up, right? I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I, it'd, be, it'd be ideal not to have that. Um, yeah. So I actually think, you know, Veach is going to have to focus on getting some guys with alpha traits. They don't even have to be the kids that they draft, but through free agency, some over-the-hill guys on one-year prove-it deals maybe. I don't know. But, like, there needs to be a couple wolves in there, especially on the def- in the defensive front seven. Somebody that can yell at people and hold people accountable. It can't just be Eric and Justin, you know? Like, it's, it's, like, not enough, man. Right. And, and I kind of think... With Justin, that's not his natural state. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's he's doing that because he's a ridiculous football player because he, he is just the you know the best player in the room. So he kind of has, and he's got the voice. Ooh, he's got the voice. Uh, but that that's not his natural. You know, that that kind of thing comes a lot easier to Eric, I think, than it does to, to Justin Houston. But um, no, I, I do agree with you. They're gonna need they're gonna need some of that. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's interesting, man. Like, this is a reminder of football is a business, man. Uh-huh. This is a guy that gave a lot for this team, man. You know, tore both Achilles. You know, you after a career season kind of in 2015, you know, he voided the last year, the three-year deal he signed. Like, you know, he's given up a lot to be a chief. And, like, I, I'm not saying all that to be like, oh, poor Derek. You know, Derek's had a good life. He's made a lot of money. I get all that. I'm just saying, just remember, like, you know, 
when you root for the laundry, like, this is still a business, dude, you know? And yeah. don't think players, like, won't see that and just be like, oh, okay. And yeah. Make sure they get theirs, and I don't blame them. Yeah. Like, this, is why di- this is why Justin Houston held out. This is why right. Barry was going to hold out. This right. is why these guys don't show up for OTAs. And, like, you know, this is why they do that stuff. Like, stop yeah. blaming the players when they try to look out for themselves. Because, like, no one – and no one misses them when they can't run as fast anymore. And no one misses them when the moment <laughs> – that their contract outweighs their value, they're gone. And no one's going to miss them because you root for the laundry and not the player. So I only say all that to just say, like, don't get mad when these cats hold out to get theirs or leave via free agency to get theirs because they are the only ones looking out for them. I, I you know, I, I could not agree with that any more than, than I do. I also, it makes me kind of wonder and hope, you know, I hope DJ doesn't regret any of that. You know, I hope that he doesn't regret never, you know, signing the biggest contract possible. And look, like, you know, part of this is people can justifiably roll their eyes about, you know, yeah, I could, I could make do on what Derek Johnson made <laughs> in his football career, right? Um, but I also bet nobody listening to this podcast has turned down millions of dollars, you know, to, to do something else. And, you know, so there's there's two ways of looking at it. Yeah. And I, I just hope that... Um, he doesn't seem, you know, obviously he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that, you know, uh, needs every last dollar and, you know, would leave with any regrets. I just, I, I, I hope he doesn't feel that way. I thought it was telling that in Andy Reid's statement, he said that um, he sees like a coaching future. future in- oh my gosh, yeah. And it's just like, oh, well, guess who's going to be the linebackers coach in a few years? Yeah. <laughs> and yep. Uh, yep. you know what? He should. I think he's yeah. got a good way about him. I think that's a good life for him, man. And yeah. He he is motivated by some unexplainable desire to win a Super Bowl. You know, if I were Derek, you know, I might have been done with the first Achilles tear, you know. But he just he just he he refused. And he even gave it a good goal last year, man. You know, that guy came back from an Achilles tear in like six months. <laughs> he gave it all he's got. And I, I will say this too, man. He um at the end of the last year, let's not forget that he was stripped of like what could have been a defining Chiefs moment for him with that Mariota fumble. Oh my gosh! I, I feel bad for him about that. Like that was robbed from him. Wouldn't like, it have been fifty-six yards too? Yes. Like. Oh my god. That was robbed from him. And, uh, but the other one. No, no, no. The um, the the the, the forward progress call. Oh right, right, right. right yes. Totally. The inexplicable forward progress call. Yes. Like, that was robbed from him. Um, yep. But even at the diminished state, like he did it. I can't remember what game that was, but he remember he snuffed out that one screen, and we were like, oh, oh. That was the uh, Raiders. Yeah. Was that the Raiders? <laughs> it might have been. It was like, yeah, oh. I think that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was kind of like we we were all like all four of us. With DJ in those moments, we were all like, you know, how Fahe is with Chris Conley. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, like, all four of us just, oh, there's a flash. He's back. <laughs> we just wanted He's it back. so bad. Oh, we man. We just wanted and, it so bad for him. You know what? I just, kind of embarrassed. I just put two and two together. But, like, what are, like, all, all this stuff that we've been talking about or that I was talking about, I guess, about, you know, he gave more to the Chiefs than, than he got. You know, just from a football point of view, 
in his career. And how about the last game that he plays for them is a miserable playoff collapse oh in which he had that hit on Mariota taken away because of, you know, let's just, you know, a BS call. And and then it was the right call on the strip, the 56 yards. Uh, you know, it was the right call. But in that moment, we all thought, oh, my God. You know, he just they just won the game like that. <laughs> and then it gets taken back. And again, on a legitimate, the, you know, uh, was it Henry? Yeah. Whoever the guy was, like, was down. Um, but still, geez, like, for it, 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 it's sort of, like, cruelly and coldly poetic, you know, for his last game to be something like that with, you know, just what he's been through with that team, what that team has given him. I know. it. It is – talk about symmetry. I'm going to invite Blair Kirkhoff on because he's right here. Blair! Oh, no. What's up, buddy? How are you, sir? You in Columbia? Uh, mile marker 109. 110 now. 109. Making progress. Approaching the, approaching the bridge. Yeah. Yes, everybody. We uh, we we caught this is an emergency pod. We got Sam on the way to Old Mizzou. Um, that's not a very fun drive to make, by the way. Um, no. Very very convenient no. um trek to just be finished. If, uh, I will say this: it, it's a terrible drive, but there's fewer potholes than you know, maybe <laughs> like five years ago. They've done a decent job on that. Yeah. Well, they, they got that going for them. Um, yeah. Blair, you missed it. Me and Sam have been uh, basically fawning over Derek Johnson's career. Um, Blair, I cried. Yeah, it's it's tough, tough times, man. Just you've been here the whole time he's here. Just what were your thoughts on DJ's career yeah. and today's announcement and all that? It's sad. Sad in a way, you know, two parts sad and, and, and one part smart business decision. Um, yeah. You know, I, think we, I think we saw the, the, the end of Darren Johnson's career was, uh, was in sight. You just didn't know how close it was. I, I, I You know, the, the, the word we were getting from him was they wanted to fulfill his contract and play out his contract, play out his deal. I, I thought he'd be back next season. And in a reduced role, but um, but not at all. Uh, it, it, so it appears. And, um, and I, I'm, I'm going to be sorry to have him not in the locker room. <laughs> You'll never believe this, but we've covered that extensively. Um, you know that dude. Yeah, would you agree that him and Alex probably would have split the media good guy award if we had that here? Yep. Yeah, and in um, uh, in every year um, that Derek Johnson was in that locker room, he 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 would have been on he would have been the winner on the defensive side for that for that award. So um, yeah, yeah, um, he, he he was a stand up guy. Look, he was the designated spokesman for the defense. Yep. Um, not not Justin Houston, uh, not Eric Berry when when Eric was healthy. Um, it was it was Derek Johnson, and it's a, it was a you know he was the elder statesman of the uh, of the Chiefs, not just the defense, but of the Chiefs, and uh, and he often and not just you know he's not just a, a a nice person. He he was a thoughtful guy. Um, he would um, and and when he wasn't playing well, he'd be the first to own up to it, and and I always respected that about him. You know, one thing. We may need to mention now the other statesman in the room is Colquitt, man. The last link to the Carl era, man. Wow, yeah. I mean, this thing's turning over, guys. You know, it's uh, it's necessary. Quickly. I get it, but it's 
This is football. You root for the laundry, not necessarily the people. So don't get mad when the people try to get paid and do what they need to to make that happen. Um, you know, I think I think you know one thing about this is that I think this elevates Reggie Raglan to a little bigger stature now. Yeah. Um, you know, let me also point out, <laughs> DJ mentored this guy when he's basically about to assume that mantle. <laughs> Like locker room talker and stuff. Like, it, you yeah. know, it, those guys share some yeah. traits, man. Even though Reggie's a little more outgoing and rambunctious and all that. Um, yeah, it'll, it'll be fun to watch Reggie, you know, kind of grow into that role, you know. And it, it's weird, too, when you think about it that, that DJ basically, like, helped Reggie rag. Happened anyway. Like, you know, DJ's lost a step or two or whatever, but it's just, it's. It, that football culture is strong. You know what I mean? That the DJ does that, you know, sort of, I assume, without protest or without hesitation, same way that, you know, Alex Smith back in, uh, you know, I guess twice now in a way, uh, you know, was by all accounts uh, 100% pro with Colin Kaepernick when that whole thing happened. And, uh, you know, by everything that I saw, and I think any of us saw the, the same way this past season with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. It, isn't that crazy? I wonder. I wonder what kind of impact that's going to have on the room in the future. Like all these guys saw these two guys who were great mentors get shipped out <laughs> next year. Like this is why guys don't share knowledge, man. For real. Um, not yeah. Fun, you know. I, I do wonder if that's going to have an impact. I don't know. Um, well, does this? And does this? Um, uh, I, I don't know if Eric's return or not would have had an impact on Chiefs draft. But do you see into linebacker? In the- you know, as as a destination, and the you know maybe on the second day of the draft in Chiefs now. I do, I do. Um, you know, one guy who could really fit here is Roquan Smith, but he'll be long gone before. Oh man, that guy's out. so good. <laughs> Roquan's yep. amazing. He is the perfect linebacker <laughs> yeah. in today's NFL. Um, but something, you know, somebody of that ilk, it's okay for them to be undersized if they're tough and fast. And uh, I don't think Brett is as against investing high in linebackers as Dorse was. So um, I think they will take the best player at a number of positions, defensive line, edge rush, corner, <laughs> inside line. Basically everything on defense is fair game with any of those picks, man. Um, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see what Brett does. I, I do think they'll be working on a budget. I don't think they'll be able to spend a lot. I do think they're paying for their cap mismanagement this year, and I think next year is the year when they end up you know, carrying some money over, getting more money off the books, and really splurging to fill in the gaps of the young guys that don't pan out. So um, then I have a decision to make with D Ford because I am pretty confident he'll have a contract season. I, I'm, I'm, you can, yeah. There's, <laughs> there's gonna be a season. So, um, yeah. Anything to add, Sammy? No, man. Um, I think we hit it. Okay. Okay, guys, any final words before we get out of here? I'll just say it's a shame that uh, in the playoff game, Derek Johnson almost had a signature play. Um, (laughs) And, you know, the the, the blitz and the sack of Marcus Mariota and the fumble that he caused that wasn't a fumble because of the forward progress. What a, I mean, what a shame that he could not have that as a final signature moment. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Um, but as Sam pointed out, 
Go ahead, Sam. Say it. <laughs> he gave more than he got? Yep. He, yep. he gave more. He, than, he gave more to the Chiefs than he got back. Uh, that damn right. Yeah, that, sure. that is absolutely true. And, and Sam, I can always be. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go write about Michael Porter though. Oh, okay. Shit, I think that's an easy column. <laughs> no, okay. No, no, nobody, nobody's gonna end up with more career tackles because nobody's gonna play as, as long defensively for the Chiefs as Derek Johnson. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I got you. Hey, fellas, this was great again. Thanks for um, joining us. And uh, another emergency pod. Um, I was into my vacation for exactly one day this time. <laughs> Made the Chiefs news happen. No, actually, Blair, you saved me yesterday with the Kareem Hunt news. So, yeah, just, just the next day. Well, yeah, it's okay. You know. It's yeah, well, I, I had the dentist today. I had to squeeze in a, a dentist trip today. And, of course, all this happens. <laughs> Just, it's like, no, nah, it's just like, eh, eh, I can't wait to see what happens tomorrow. Good stuff. Okay. I know. I know. What? Oh, I'm ready. I know. I know. I know. It'll be a, I got it. I'm ready. I know. I know yeah. how this goes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay, man. Thanks, guys. Hi, guys. Bye, Trev. All right, see So yeah, this is good stuff, and um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Remember, cansee.com, all your Chiefs news. Rate and review us, Sports BKC Podcast. I'm your host, Therese Paylor. Peace.